Hello, this is part two of our four-part series on illegal foods. If you haven't listened to the first part, you can go check it out, but it's not required to listen to this part. If you don't want to listen to the first one, you can just listen to this one. That's our intro for this time. Food, illegal, eat it, don't eat it. You can't. Theme music. Do-do-do-do. Hey everybody! Hello! Hi, it's Nemean Cannon and Caitlin. We're here again talking about illegal foods. Uh, but first, uh, make sure to rate us on or review us, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you do that, we'll read your review live on air. Uh, also, follow us on all our social medias, like our podcast, tell your friends, check out all the social media and links and stuff in the description of this podcast. Uh, go check it out. Yeah. So, this week, last week, not last week, last illegal foods, Caitlin knew about half the foods I was going to talk about this time. Caitlin doesn't know about any of them. So what do you think? What do you think's coming? Um, I'm trying to remember what you've told me about the other ones that you were going to do. And I'm blanking. I don't remember any of the other ones that you said you were going to do. <laughs> I don't know um, if I told you any of these, honestly. I think you did. Did I? Yeah. I probably did, honestly. So, I mean, I don't really have anything to go off of. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Uh, I will say, I don't think any in this one, there's nothing gross. There's nothing super bad in this episode, but there is a couple of animal-related food things that are illegal that we're going to talk about that involve animals. So if you don't want to hear about the process that they go through to acquire and eat these certain animals, I mean, just be warned, that's going to be coming up. But, yeah. But for the most part, I think the illegal foods in this one involve, like, plants. Okay. So, and also involve things that are either now legal in a certain form or honestly shouldn't even be illegal at all. So, ready to get into it? Okie dokie. We're going to start this one off talking about the aki fruit. Hmm. So the aki fruit it is a, a fruit that is native to the tropical West Africa. It was imported to Jamaica before 1773. And since then, it has became the national fruit of Jamaica. And it's considered a, a delicacy. Uh, the arils... Arils which is the fleshy part that grows partially or completely around the fruit seed, are renowned as being delicious when they are ripe 
and prepared correctly and are cooked. And they are a part of many Caribbean cuisines. Uh, so, I mean, if you, um, if you want to eat this fruit, I mean, you can just go to the Caribbeans, go to Jamaica. I mean, you can eat this. Hmm. Uh, so, it's banned. Obviously, we're talking about it. It's banned in America. So, in an unripe aril and the inedible parts of the aki fruit, there is the toxin hypoglycerin, hypogly, hypoglycin A and hypoglycin B. Uh, which is known as soapberry toxins. Uh, these two molecules, when they get into your body, uh, the body converts them to... This is a really big word. Meth, methy, meth, methylene cyclopropylase... Methylene cyclopro pilocetic acid okay yes <laughs> uh which i am going to call mcpa and all of this all of that that acid is toxic and it can be lethal so mcpa and hypoglycin a uh do things in the body of course uh a lot of it does a lot of uh, science-y things. It does a lot of big words. Uh, it does a lot of things that I don't... A lot of a lot of things that I don't need to go into detail about. Uh, partially because I don't understand it all. But to basic simplify it down, it inhibits enzymes. Um, it binds to certain things in your body. And it inhibits beta oxidation of fatty acids. Uh, does stuff like that, but the important thing is that uh, glucose, the glucose stores inside your body get depleted, which can lead to hypoglycemia or low blood sugar, and it causes a condition called Jamaican vomiting sickness. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so with this sickness, essentially, uh, you'll get abdominal discomfort starts like two to six hours after eating an unripe aki fruit, and then you'll start vomiting. And in severe cases, this leads to dehydration, seizures, coma, and even death. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but this only happens if you eat the aki fruit arils, aril, a-r-i-l, am I saying that right? Aril? Yeah. Aril. It only eats... This only happens if you eat the aril when it's unripe or if you eat an inedible part of the fruit. So essentially, as long as you just wait until it's ripe and you only eat the part you're supposed to eat, you're safe. But mm. even though it can be safe to eat, uh, uh, it was banned in America in 1973... Uh, however, in the 2000s, the FDA started to allow select manufacturers to sell canned and frozen aki, but these products are really strictly regulated and are cooked beforehand to make sure they're safe, and the FDA monitors monitors all of that to make sure like everything's that they're selling is safe, but it's still like fresh aki is still banned in america so if you get it in america it can only be 
canned or frozen. You cannot find it fresh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's the first one. Nice. Yeah. So that's one that's like... I, and that's kind of a theme with most of... With any of these ones that don't involve an animal in this episode is essentially like that. Where it's like, it can be safe. It could be dangerous. But it's mostly safe. But because of that one little tiny chance of it being dangerous, the America was like, we're going to ban it in the 1900s. Nice. Yeah. So, which I mean, when it comes down to it, literally, if you eat too much of anything, you could die. Like, mm-hmm. what is it? Like bananas? If you eat too many bananas, you'll die. <laughs> and there's like arsenic and apple seeds. So if you eat... I thought it was cyanide. Cyanide. It's cyanide. Yeah. And if you eat too many of apple seeds, like, that could kill you. So it's like, I mean, literally anything you eat could kill you if you eat, if you eat too much of it. So, that's just my thought. You know, some of these things shouldn't be banned, but, well, whatever. Uh, the next one is the uh, beluga caviar. So, yeah, uh, the beluga, or the beluga sturgeon... Um, it's mainly found in the Caspian and Black Sea basins. Obviously, it's caviar from the beluga sturgeon. Uh, this is the most expensive type of caviar. It costs $200 to $300 per ounce. And an ounce is not much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's a lot of money. Whereas, like, normal caviar will cost, like, $50 to $75 per ounce. So it's like four times the price of like normal caviar. Um, but there's a, an even more expensive version of this caviar that comes from the very rare albino female sturgeon. Uh, the beluga albino caviar, which is called almas, is an ounce of like, whoa. An ounce of almas costs a little over $700. Jesus. Yeah, so that's like super expensive. Um, in 2005, the U.S. banned the importation of beluga caviar, and that's because the beluga sturgeon became critically endangered due to overfishing. Since then, there have been efforts to bring the beluga populations back. Uh, one place in Florida... Bascom, Florida, there is a sturgeon aqua farm. Um, since 2017, they have provided over 160,000 fertilized eggs to the Caspian Sea region. And But in 2016, they became the first and only facility in the world to get a permit allowing them to do trade in beluga sturgeon and its caviar because they've done so much to, like, bring the numbers back for the beluga sturgeon Mm. um other countries have started to allow more importing of the caviar because the sturgeon's numbers are on the rise so they're doing better now but the u.s still has their ban on it yeah yeah so the beluga sturgeon it's uh it's doing better now it's getting better we're bringing them back, especially thanks to the uh, aqua farm in Florida. So, yeah, that's the beluga. That one's kind of a good one. Started to get endangered. 
actually put in effort to bring it back and now it's actually coming back again so that's that's a nice one yeah i feel like that could easily be reversed it could be if 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 like all of a sudden we're like oh hey we have them all back now let's go back to like fishing again i mean it could easily take them back to being endangered if yep. we're not careful so it's it probably just needs to be regulated only allow so much fishing to happen but as we talked about with the sharks in the last episode i mean even when you try to regulate it sometimes it can still be hard um next one third is sassafras hmm. so sassafras is a tree um people have used all parts of it the leaves uh the roots the bark uh for all different kinds of things uh it's been used for medicine for a lot of different ailments uh the leaves have been used to make tea and it's even been used in other drinks and candies specifically root beer so they used to use sassafras i'm assuming root to flavor root beer at one point hmm. um so the reason sassafras is banned is because of a chemical in it, safroil. Uh, it can cause cancer and liver damage, and if applied to skin, it can cause rashes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, hey, like, we're going to use this to flavor root beer. And then later on you find out, oh, hey, this is, like, actually, like, really deadly. Kind of like when they used to give, like, cocaine and Coca-Cola, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, safroil is used in the production of ecstasy. Oh. Yeah. So, safroil, safroil is what's banned, not just because, like, sassafras. It's, like, it's safroil specifically, um, because sassafras didn't used in those things. It just has to be, what the heck did I just say? So, yeah, this is what I'm trying to say. What the heck happened to me? Safroil is banned. So, sassafras is still used in some things. It just has to be safroil-free. So, but even safroil-free sassafras can increase the risk of tumors. So, it's still not super safe. That's great. But, yeah. So, specifically, like, you can still find, like, sassafras things. It just has to be made safroil-free. So... Yeah, but you can still, it could still possibly increase your risk of tumors. So, uh, but, you know, risk with everything in life. Live it up. Get that safroil free ecstasy. <laughs> I just made like the hand motion of smoking a blunt. I do not do drugs and you can tell by <laughs> me thinking that's how, is that how ecstasy is done? I don't know. No. Okay. Honestly, no clue, but I don't think that way. <laughs> For yeah. some reason, I think it's t- taken like an acid tablet where like... Is it? Or whatever, you just no, put it on your tongue. Probably. I think it but is. But I have no clue. We're going to turn this into the, the the drugs podcast. We're going to talk about drugs and just make assumptions on how people do it. Ecstasy. You just put it on your tongue and that's it. Like acid. Like acid. I'm going to just guess that you put acid on your tongue like uh, ecstasy. That's it. <laughs> um, okay. 
we're going to get into the next one. I have down in my notes to like introduce an ad here just in case we got an ad, but we're not going to have an ad by the time this comes out, so I'm not even going to bother. I just wanted to bring that up just for fun. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, transparency in my ad, in my notes. Okay, next one is absinthe. Oh, yeah. No, I think that's the one that you, I was like, maybe he told me about this, but I wasn't going to say it because I wasn't for sure if that was this episode or not. Yeah. It is this episode. Absinthe. So, what is absinthe? Do you know? I mean, I know that they used it in, like, liquor. Yeah, it's a it's an alcohol type. It's a, it's a type of liquor. Okay. It's a type of liquor, not just, like, an ingredient that no. they put it's, in it? No, it's just its own thing. Okay. Um, specifically, it's a grain alcohol. It's made with herbs and spices, but most important, it's made with fennel, anise, which is A-N-I-S-E, anise, and wormwood. So, the reason it got banned is because of another specific part of those ingredients, which is thujone. T-H-U-J-O-N-E. Thujone. Thujone? Thujone. Thujone is found in sage, tarragon, and wormwood. So, back between 1850 and the 1900s, absence was a very popular alcoholic drink. Pretty much in that time period, anybody that you thought was cool was drinking absinthe. But as it got more popular, Absinthe-related incidents of alcohol abuse started to happen more often, and people began to associate alcoholism with absinthe. They just kind of went hand-in-hand at that time because it was so popular. There was a man named uh, Dr. Valentin Magnin, uh, who was a French psychiatrist, and essentially in the time he blamed what he saw as the fall of French culture on absinthe. And he set out to prove that he was right. So, um, he did experiments on animals using thujon and wormwood oil. Um, mice that he gave high concentrations of thujon would convulse and die. Which, I mean, giving high concentrations of anything could cause that almost, possibly. Um, and a dog that he gave wormwood oil apparently went crazy and barked at a brick wall for half an hour. Oh my goodness. So to him, these experiments confirmed his belief that absence caused people to go crazy. Um, also, there was a man named Jean Lef- John Langfray, who in 1905 murdered his wife and two daughters while in a drunken rage. Um... He had been drinking absinthe, among other things, for multiple days in a row, and killed his family. (laughs) So because of both the experiments and this crime, it helped people who were pushing for prohibition, and by early 1900s, absinthe was banned in most of Europe and the U.S. Um, In reality, like any other alcohol, absinthe can be dangerous, but it's not really any more dangerous than any other alcohol. It's just another alcohol, which all yeah, I was going to say, it's like, if you give a dog any kind of alcohol, like any kind of vodka or anything like that, just like 
the pure shit that they put in it, not just like the distilled shit. Yeah. To a dog, it's gonna go crazy. Yeah. So it's like not really a super uh scientific like good like, experiment. It's, yeah, because obviously, I mean, I don't know if they knew back then, but like now, you can a lot of alcoholic um related issues are like because the person was taking too much of it or they were an alcoholic yeah. and drunkenly rage killed somebody like and it's like with that crime nothing new yeah with that crime it's like they tried to blame it mostly on the absence but it's like he was drinking more than just absence like for multiple days like well yeah if you're an alcoholic you get whatever you can whatever, get yeah you whatever you whatever you can get your hands on so really wasn't like super good proof or good reason but like i mean the people who were against it you know latched onto whatever they could to like prove it was bad so obviously now we know it's essentially as dangerous as any other alcohol so in 2007 absence kind of became legal in the u.s again however it has to be fujon free so to like some people what you can get in america is not considered real absence be like because it doesn't have like a part of the ingredients it's known for mm -hmm. and well, a lot of alcohol i feel here in america is like watered down yeah like it's not the well i mean that figuratively and literally like it's not the pure stuff like that podcast that you watch is occulte veritatis yes they they're Canadian. Talk about how our beer here sucks. Yeah, like the it's beer... It's like real watered down compared to theirs. According to them, like, they live in Canada, and it's like, according to Colte Veritas, it's like, the beers you can get in America that's, like, sucks, if you get it in Canada, it's good. It's just, like, how it's made here in America is just worse. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of the alcohol here in America probably isn't as good as it can be other places. What, and like, I feel like our market is so just like full of like 0.5% alcohols, <laughs> like hard seltzers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of seltzers, which is like that doesn't even have much alcohol in it. Like is that I don't know. Or or is like I don't know if this is what they're called like in the market, but like wine coolers and stuff like that, like Mm. those are just real full of like a lot of other shit besides alcohol or yeah. is I, I don't know if that's like a normal thing other places but that's how it is here yeah at least for us I mean we're stuck in like smack dab the middle of the bible belt so uh, a lot of stuff is kind of affected by that yeah so we're not in the best area for getting that type of stuff um but yeah so it's not considered real absence that you can get here in America. And even this like fake quote unquote fake absence still can't be sold at bars. So it's like you can't, you can't serve what? it. That's lame. You can only buy it for yourself. Um, however, looking at it online, I believe you can buy real absence with like Fujon in it online and have it shipped to the U.S. It what? just like you can you can buy it from like another country and just it gets shipped. To and you. that's legal. They won't like take I it mean, from you. 
I didn't, all I was on was Google and it's like brought up ads for like buying like real stuff from like England or something and having it shipped. And I saw other stuff about it. So it's like, yeah, you can buy the real stuff and have it shipped to you if you really want that Thujon or whatever in it. But well, I mean, didn't they, didn't you say that's in saffron and sage? Did they take it out of saffron and sage or is it still in that? Um, as far as I could tell, uh, it was in sage and ter- tarragon. Tarragon. Okay, not saffron. My bad. Yeah. Uh, it was in sage and tarragon. And as far as I know, um, I don't think those things are controlled, although they may have regulated those to be, have to be made through drone free. I was going to say, positive. we have sage in our kitchen right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like completely legal. So. That's there's another one that we're gonna talk about later that has a chemical in it that's like ooh this thing's banned because it has this chemical but you can literally find that chemical in a lot of very common fruits that we eat like very often so it's like it's one of those things where it's like they they ban something because of one's very specific chemical but then it's like you can still find that chemical in other foods that they don't ban so it's like what was even the point. So, that was number four. Uh, Number five. This one is another animal one. Mm. It is the Orderland. Or Orderland. You may have heard uh, somewhat about this one. Um, But the Orderland. It is a cute, small, brown bird that's native to most of European countries and West Asia. Just like, it's one of those, like real small birds uh caitlin will know what i mean but like when i say like a brownie one of those little birds you know Mm -hmm. i don't know what the type of bird is but i mean here in kansas they're super common those birds that have like the white stomach and then like a brown back with like kind of black patterns on there they're like maybe the size of your palm they're this the orderland's pretty much that size almost i think it might be a little bit bigger and they're so stinking cute yeah So, these birds, they are caught in nets. Essentially, like, when they migrate, people, like, would just put up nets and they would catch the bird. And then they keep them in a covered cage. Um, The birds react to being kept in a covered cage by eating a lot and they bulk up. And essentially... After catching them, you the people would bulk them up until they're like about doubled their size. Oh my gosh! And then the birds are drowned in <gasps> Armanac. Armanac. A A R M A G N A C, which is a type of alcohol, essentially. What the fuck? And then they marinate the bird in it, and then it's roasted, plucked, and when you eat the bird. You hold it by its head, and you put the whole bird into your mouth, feet first, and you eat the bird whole, and you just spit out the larger bones. What? That's how this bird is traditionally eaten. Oh my god. Uh, as I put into my notes, the French are fucking wild. Like, this is a French thing. Insane. Who found this bird and decided, let's marinate it in alcohol and just eat it whole? What? <laughs> like, that's crazy. I don't know who came up with that, but yeah. 
French people, you, you could know? just stick to eating, like, a duck or something. Yeah. Literally, like, pheasants. Like, a yeah. duck. Chicken. Like... You guys would go hunting, apparently, all the time. Why wouldn't you just... Why would you drown a bird alive? Yeah. So, after, like, traumatizing it by fucking... Keeping it in a cage cover. Yeah. A free wild bird in a cage. It's going crazy. And then it dies by drowning. What the heck? Yeah. This one is... <sighs> Yeah, it's a uh, it's like now I'm thinking of those little tiny baby birds that we see all the time. Yeah, it's a real downer. happening to that. Like what the freaking flip? I hope you choke on a bone and die. <laughs> I feel like that. I didn't look into it, but I feel like that should be common because like you literally just eat it and then spit out the bones. Like somebody is bound to have accidentally swallowed a bone and died from this. Like it has to have happened at least a few times, and they deserved it. Yep, karma. Um, the traditional way to eat this bird is, like, you cover your head and face with a napkin or towel while eating it. What? And this is the part that I wasn't sure if you may have heard of. Because I've heard of, like, this part before. Like, you eating a bird whole and covering your face with a towel. Um. Are you so ashamed that you, what you just did to the bird that you don't want people to see you eat it? That's a part of it. Um, there's a couple different ideas on why. One is that they claim this helps retain the aroma as you eat it, which, I mean, kind of makes sense because it was just marinated in alcohol. So it's like, and like your smell and taste are very closely linked. So I guess you want to keep all that smell in your face. Um, Or that it covers your face while you spit out the bones because you don't want people to see you doing that. Those are more like, a, you know, make sense reasons. Uh, the other reason that I found is that this is a tradition because it shields the shame of such a decadent and disgraceful act from the from God's eyes. So, that's like a direct quote from like, essentially, like, uh, I believe the story was that like, back when it first was happening, like, a priest or something did this as well. And like, he covered his face You know what I think of when I think of decadence? Fucking steak and shrimp or chocolate cake. Not a whole Not bird. eating an entire baby, cute, fat little f- bird. Yeah. I you mean, know what I see when I see those cute little fat baby birds at like Starbucks and stuff? In those bushes? Oh yeah, there's so many birds. Is that I want to take him home and pet him. He's so cute. Oh my goodness. He's so little and he's got a fat little body and a tiny little head. Aw. And then these people are like, you know what I want to do? I want to put that in my mouth. Yeah. What? I was, with this fact, I do want to say, in the last episode, I felt like some of the foods, I felt a little bit like I came off judgy, and I don't want to be judging those. A lot of those were, like, traditional foods, like the kasumarzu and the fugu and, like, other things are real traditional food, and it's like, that's their tradition? Like, go for it, you know? If you have your tradition, do it. This one is also a traditional food. This one, I'm 100, 100% judging the French over this. Like, You're judging, what? They were judging themselves because they didn't even want their God, God to see, see them eat it. Yeah. So, you know what? So, you know it was wrong and you still did it. The other ones, I feel bad judging. This one, I feel good judging because you deserve to be judged for eating a whole bird. And honestly, I'm probably like 0.01% French, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to judge you. <laughs> yes. Um, so, because of how many Orleans people were eating and exporting, uh, their numbers started to drop a lot. 
1979, the EU declared the Ordolan, Ordolan a protected species. So France banned the hunting of Orlands in 1999, which was 20 years later. So it took France 20 years to ban hunting them after the EU declared them a protected species. And then even after banning hunting of them, uh, France didn't really enforce these laws. So it's estimated that up to 50,000 Orlands were still being killed illegally each year. Um, and Fran, you looked up the Orderland. Oh, yes, that's him. Oh my gosh! Or you can look up Orderland. Oh, it's... there's one in a pot. Don't. Oh, why did I look this up? I don't want to see that. Uh, if you want to look them up and see how cute they are, it's. Uh, um, be spelled... careful because there's pictures of um its corpse and yes, there's some very not great pictures here, and all I did was search its name. So, uh, their their name is spelled O R T O. L-A-N, if you want to Google them. Oh, he's so sweet. Yeah, they're a little cuties. Aww. Look how small it is compared to that guy's hand. Did I you know. see that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Yeah, they're real oh, cute Oh, I want to pet his little head. Yeah. I mean, I if you have listened to our podcast before, you guys know that I love birds, but like, or not <laughs> just birds, but animals is what I meant to say. Um, when I was a kid, I'd use this, my dad would point out an animal to me and he'd be like, oh, that's so cute before I could even say it. But <laughs> this fucker, oh my gosh. Look at his little chubby he's stomach. So cute. Yeah. I can't. I want, I want a baby bird like those ones that you see at Petco that are like sky blue, oh, but I have cats, so, so yeah. I can't. We have three cats and birds also take a lot of work. Like well, I would do my research and know what I was getting into beforehand. I know, but still, yeah, I got cats. <laughs> this is really off topic, but I mean, there's a YouTuber I watch pushing up roses who has like a pet parrot, and she pointed out how it's like in movies and shows. It's like a lot of times people don't put in like cats or dogs dying in movies or shows because like you know that's real hits home for people yeah but like putting in like pet birds dying is kind of more common or like the cat eating the bird that's the yeah. pet and it's like this is like she pointed it out because it was like her doing a review of like a magnum pi episode and a bird like a parrot died and it's like literally i think it was like a macaw and it's like those birds literally have like the emotional like maturity of like a child a human child not to mention they can literally speak and they live like really long yeah so it's like to like why is it such like a okay so it's not thing like oh you get a that. cat and then they live for like 12 years you get a parrot and not only does it talk to you but it's with you for like a, sh a shit long time like yeah i don't i mean obviously i love all of my animals but i feel like if you got a parrot, the bond would be maybe stronger because... It talks to you, it's around longer, and it's literally the emotions of, like, a small child. So, I just wanted to throw that out there. Birds, a lot of... Work. Not to mention, they also have... A lot of them have, like, their own personality. Yeah, that too. So, birds are cool. <laughs> Felix is getting hyper. Uh, so, yeah. As I was saying... France didn't enforce their ban on the hunting of Orderlands. Uh, estimated that 50,000 Orderlands were still killed illegally each year. 
and France's total population fell 30% between 1997 and 2007. So France really dropped the ball there. Um, in 2007, the French government vowed to enforce these laws banning hunting orderlands more strictly, and killing and cooking orderlands is banned across the whole EU. So, like, almost all of Europe. But, from observing it, from observations, it seems the French wasn't really doing what they said. Uh, they still weren't really enforcing of the law. Course. And then in 2016, they made that statement about enforcing the law again. So, this is three times they've said they were going to enforce the law. Even in the first time was 20 years after they were bro they the bird was originally declared a protected species. So, France really was not doing good. That would be like us saying the eagles are protected species, but then doing this to eagles. Yeah. And uh, coming out two more times to be like, oh, we're going to, like, enforce it now. Like, yeah. we're going to stop it. A couple of years later. We're going to stop it. Don't worry. We, we're, it's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. So, and that was in 2016. And as far as I could see from looking into it, uh, people still hunt and eat the orderland with about 30,000 being captured per year. And a single bird being sold for about $180. Oh my god. So, obviously it was banned to import and eat them in the U.S. That's, like, why we're talking about it. Like, it was banned in America. But as far as I can tell, if you're in France and you're rich and you have connections to, like, certain chefs, you can still eat bird this bird. Even now. I'm pretty... Like, in one of the articles I read... The person talked about, like, essentially, if you have the money, setting up, like, a whole, like, deal. Like, where you can get your friends together and get, like, a chef who's willing to do this. And he'll cook the bird for all of your people. And you can still do this now. If you have the money and the connections. So, this one kind of sucks. Because it's, like, it's, it's similar to the sharks. Where it's, like, we should not be eating that. We should not be killing it. So many of them. And it's just not being protected correctly. There's a lot of things that, like, are eaten that I'm just, like, but why? Yeah. Like, who looked at fish eggs and was like, that looks yummy. Yeah, it does not look good to it me. It looks fucking disgusting. Yeah. And I feel like that's more of just, like, a status thing of, like, ooh, I can afford to eat, spend, like, a hundred bucks on just, like, a handful of fish eggs. And it's like, that's gross. Why? Is that worth your money? I like money? boba. So, I mean, I guess I can understand you like the pop. I don't even know if caviar pops, but... <laughs> I have no clue. I don't want to find out. Fast. I don't want to know what eating caviar and is like. I'm the type of person where, like, someone's like, Oh, I've had dove before. Oh, I've had, like, squirrel before. Oh, I've had, like, duck. Like, I will never. Yeah. Give me a cheeseburger. Give I... me some chicken. Like, and I don't even really like turkey that much, so you can keep that, too. So, the fact that you were just looked at a regular-ass bird that landed somewhere on a tree and was like, I'm gonna eat you. Yeah. In this way. Like, not just because you had to. Like, you were starving and you were like, I have to eat what's around me. Like, the squirrels or bunnies or stuff like that. Because you had to because you or else you would die. You looked at this and you were like, I'm rich. I'm gonna drown it in alcohol. Yeah. 
fucking rich people. They don't have shit to do because they don't have to work because they're rich. So it's like, what do they fill with their time? They uh, torture animals. Yeah. It's, it's really dumb. And this is like with like the squirrels and bunnies and like doves you mentioned. This bird kind of falls in the same category for me where it's like, I'm not going to eat that because I have other options. And those don't seem like they have like none of those animals seem like they have enough meat on their body to make exactly. it worth it. Like, I'd rather just you eat just something else. You just ate that else. bird and you're still freaking hungry. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, so it's like, I'd rather just eat something else. You spend else. $180 a person and that person's still fucking hungry. Yeah, what like, was the point? So, yeah, that was number five. Uh, now, after the rant about rich people eat the rich... And all that. Uh, we Drown can... them. You know what? Catch the rich with a net. <laughs> Drown them in alcohol while they're alive and fat. After having them in a dog cage with a blanket over it. Um, you know how you put like a blanket over your dog's kennel? Because you're like, oh, it's fake nighttime. Fake Do that nighttime. to the rich people. Drown them in alcohol and then we'll eat them. Yeah. So when we say eat the rich, whenever you say so- th- someone's like, oh, eat the rich. Tell them that this is how we're going to do it. All right? We're going to coo together. Yeah, we're going to do this very specific way of eating them. It's what they deserve. Especially if they were born, like if they won the uh, birth lottery. Um, and like their money is like old money. Especially those people. Yeah. Well, I was, I'm going to say, and when we say eat the rich, we don't mean uh, you, Kathy, whose family has like a hundred K. I'm talking about like eat the rich as in billionaires because billionaires should not be a thing. Um you yeah, we don't mean your dad money. who's a doctor who makes 100k a year. No. Yeah, we mean people who are literally have more money than any human could ever spend in their in lifetime. In their lifetime. The people who only make that much money because of slave labor, billionaires, fucking people like Bezos and Musk, Elon Musk, who could literally be Batman but they decide just to be assholes. Yeah, they decide just to be dumb asses. Fucking yeah. So yeah number six (laughs) this one is the tonka bean so we're out of the animal like the tonka trucks the toys is that a thing what's the tonka truck yeah isn't that a thing i think it is i guess what is my nephew loves construction uh oh trucks and stuff isn't that isn't a tonka truck thing i guess i don't know i'll google it real fast well that's the first thing i thought of when you said that (laughs) just Tonka truck. Let me see. Tonka trucks. Yeah, it's a thing. Tonka. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tonka trucks. The yeah. My nephew. Uh, he literally knows the name. Like he knows the name like skid steer. Like he knows the names of construction things because he watches Blippi, uh, and he's obsessed. So, <laughs> so that's why that's the first thing that came to my head. Okay, I did not realize that. But yeah, Tonka trucks. But no, we're not. You can't eat a Tonka truck. We're talking about the Tonka bean. <laughs> the bean that grows on a Tonka truck. Nice. It's, it's like a truck When you nuts. find a wild uh, Tonka truck in the wild and... Yeah, and you it's pluck got its beans. fresh beans. <laughs> ripe and ready. Oh. Gross. I, I don't know. That makes me feel weird. I think <laughs> of like the truck nuts and I'm like, ugh. Oh, yeah. Those nuts that people put on their trucks. Yeah, which is dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, The Tonka bean. <laughs> the These beans are the seeds of the tree commonly known as the... Kumaru or Brazilian teak. 
which I did mention Brazilian teak to you, didn't I? I think I talked about Brazilian teak. I don't know. The only thing I can think of when you say teak is like teak wood. No, yeah. I love like the teak scent wood. mahogany teak wood from Bath and Body Works. So that's yeah. what came, comes to my head. So the uh, this tree it is native to Central America and Northern South America. They are the beans are black and wrinkled, and they have a fragrance similar to sweet woodruff. Um, so some of the uses of the tonka bean, and one of the in my notes, I have one of the man uses. Uh, it's one of the main uses. One of the main one of the man main uses is in as you were just talking in perfume. Oh, okay. So yeah, like the bean has a really nice smell. And in France, it's also used in foods. So, main use, perfume, but also some light. It's like when somebody's like, oh my gosh, what are you cooking? It smells so good. And it's just olive oil and garlic. Yeah. (laughs) Just has a good smell in it. Uh, Specifically, it's used in desserts and stews. And the flavor of the bean is kind of a mix of vanilla, almond, clove, cinnamon, and amaretto. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Sounds really tasty. Uh, I actually have in my notes, sounds pretty tasty. So, yes. (laughs) That would be an amazing, like, coffee. That would be a good coffee. Oh, Starbucks. Eight different flavors in one. Yeah. Starbucks, get the Tonka syrup, Tonka bean syrup going. That'd be actually pretty good. Uh, But people would probably die because they drink too much of it. (laughs) Uh, So the thing that gives it its smell is the chemical coumarin, uh, which a bean normally contains 1% to 3% coumarin in them, but rarely they can get up to uh, 10%. And in large doses, coumarin... uh, Sorry for the noises, are... Oldest cat and our youngest cat are now playing with each other. Our middle cat just likes to sit and watch. Yeah. He never, like, he very rarely is the one that's hyper and running around. Literally, our oldest cat is, like... Nine. He's almost ten now, isn't he, I think? Well, I think... Okay, so this is hard because we got him when he was, like... Eight and a half? half, Eight and a half? Okay. Well, we had him, like, at a weird time. Like, it wasn't, like, he's eight years old. Like, today. Like, Like, it was hard to tell... So we're not for sure. I think he's eight and a half. Nine, nine and a half? Yeah, somewhere around there. He's around like nine to ten-ish. And then our youngest cat's like a little a couple over months a year. Old. <laughs> She's a little over a year now. Okay. Well, we got her when she was a kitten. And yeah. So when people are like, how old's your dog? And you're like, oh, seven. And you can tell them like the exact day he was born on. Yeah. yeah cats, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> None of our cats, we have the exact date. The closest is our middle cat because we got him right after he was born from somebody online. Yeah, so he was, like, a month or two away from, like, July 4th. And then, I mean, we got Rosie estimated a few months after she was born, our youngest. Anyways, that's what that sound is. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're hearing our cats playing. Um, In large doses, Coumarin can cause hemorrhages, liver damage, or paralysis of the heart. Oh, that's fun. So this is why the use of tonka bean is controlled by some governments, specifically, obviously, we're, because we're talking about it, the U.S. The, the importation of tonka beans has been banned in the U.S. since 1954, and because it was banned, it's been imported illegally often. 
And uh, people have been trying to get the restrictions on the use of tonka beans in food removed in the U.S. Uh, the restrictions are seen as unreasonable because it's unlikely anyone would eat enough of them for the coumarin to have a Yeah, that's what effect. I was going to say. Like, if it's so potent, I'm sure just like one bean or like if you like ground up that bean and just sold like it like it was a spice. Yeah. Like one or two beans like ground up into a spice and that was like prohibited to be only by like one. Yeah. Or something like that. That's actually good lead way into my next part because as you're saying apparently one bean has enough flavor in it to be used in 80 dishes wow okay so maybe not selling two beans <laughs> yeah like maybe you like can, less than that one bean can like you can stretch that out for a while um but you would need to eat 30 whole beans for it to be dangerous to your health so mm. I mean, I'm sure like less than 30 could be a little bit dangerous, but like you need to so be 30 to, eat, to like, die. So you'd have to eat like a chili's worth. Yeah. Like you need Where, I know some lot. people don't put beans in chili for some reason, but like... You're weird. Normal chili um, has beans in it. So. But yeah, so it's like one bean can really be stretched out and you would have to eat a whole bunch to die. So, so okay, are we talking like kidney bean or like vanilla bean, like long thing that you have to like scrape? It's a little bit of a longer one. It's okay. it's a seed. It's just called a bean. So it's more of like more vanilla bean probably in shape and size. So yeah. And I mean, as we said, I said earlier, it's used in France in cooking. And obviously people aren't dying left and right from eating this thing in France. So it's like, it really wouldn't be that crazy. It like, would still just, eat. it would still need regulations. Yeah. But it's like. It's one of those things where it's like you can go to like the store and buy a bottle of like Advil and like you could probably just eat the whole bottle and die. die. So it's like no difference to selling a whole bottle of these beans. And I mean, it's like how cough syrup is regulated because they use that in drugs. Um, so it's just yeah. ask for some ID and just make sure they're not buying a specific suspicious amount yeah so it's like it's not it's really like what you're doing with the 30 bottles of tonka beans there yeah <laughs> well you yeah, have so much of that hmm? yeah i need to put all of those back except to one so and then also the fact that coumarin the specific chemical in tonka beans that is what they're really regulating uh is also found in unregulated foods such as lavender licorice mm, okay strawberries and cherries i like all of those things i don't like licorice licorice is gross but, but the other <laughs> the other three those are good so it's like literally this like obviously the tonka bean is regulated in america or banned in america because it has a lot more coumarin in it than those other things but you can still find it in those other things which, I know this is kind of off topic, but if you've never eaten something with lavender in it, you need to. Oh my goodness. Ooh, lavender is one of my favorite flavors. My brother. It's so good. My family's like strict American family where beef and ketchup, right? So, like, it's weird that I'm even like coconut in the house. And I took my brother to get ice cream one time and he got lavender ice cream on his own. And he liked it. Mm. And he also liked um, lavender um, macarons, macaroons. I'm not Macar sure which how, which way you would say it because there's two different things. I think. Um, I don't know. 
But yeah, if you haven't tried it, you need to. We go to we went to this lavender festival and had lavender ice cream and lavender lemonade. Was yes. it? Yeah. It was both really good, and I mean, it's most of it's probably just because it smells good and it tricks your brain into thinking it tastes good. But it's, yeah, we we have some like syrups here, and one of my ones that for like coffee, and one of the ones I really want to get is the lavender syrup to use in like coffee and stuff at home because like. Lavender is just such a good flavor. I couldn't imagine being able to have that flavor. I feel like we'd overuse it. Like, we yeah. would use it in so much of it, our food. I would use it in everything. Anything that, like, is a little sweet, I'd throw a little lavender into it. Like, it's so good. Well, I was talking about the tonka bean. Like, if we, Oh, the tonka bean? Yes. Like, if oh. we could have that. I would use that so much. But it's like, even if us saying we would use it so much it wouldn't be 30 beans worth so yeah so it still would be safe like sometimes i cook chicken and i'll throw like some cinnamon on my chicken really so if you like Mm. texas roadhouse and you're in uh the bible boat like we are um if you want to make like a barbecue type chicken get some like what what is it what do you put you put cinnamon and then you put some rum um yeah i've done some i i throw some rum in the pan with the chicken and then like season it with like cinnamon and like onion powder and garlic powder and like Stuff like that. And it's such a good barbecue chicken. Oh, So, but it's like, if I had this as a seasoning, like, I'd be using this on, like, my chicken instead of, like, the cinnamon. Like, sounds so good. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Obviously, it has more coumarin in it. Um, but people think the tonka bean shouldn't be illegal. Uh, but the FDA has remained strict on the ban. Uh, in 2006, they even raided the Chicago... Jesus Christ, Felix. Uh, in 2006, they even raided the Chicago restaurant Alenia due to rumors that they used Tonka beans in their menu. Oh. So it's like, that's how strict the FDA was being about this. They heard rumors one restaurant in Chicago was using it in their menu, and they raided. So. That's great. Yeah. It's like, you're being this strict about the Tonka bean, but people are still out there finning sharks like get your priorities straight fda like what like, the what the i fuck? would rather <laughs> somebody die from eating a bean than from cutting off a shark's fin and putting it back in the water like yeah it's messed up so that is part two of our four-part series on illegal foods here in america I wasn't sure this episode was actually going to be this long, but we really stretched it out there with some of our little tangents of talking, so heck yeah. Uh, wait! And now that we're at the end of the episode, I have... Give me a second. I'm going to cut out this little portion here. I'm going to read a review. Hey, Colin, if you're listening, cut this out. One second. I should have prepared this before. Hi, future Colin. (laughs) I'm going to keep that part in. No. (laughs) Okay, guys. So, make sure you, as we said at the beginning, rate and review the podcast. And if you review our podcast on Apple Podcasts, we will read it live on air. And we have a review right now to read on this episode. Uh, This review goes, is titled, So Great. Also, if you want us to read it, make sure it's five star. If it's anything less than five star, I'm not reading it on the podcast. Okay, you get that? Assholes. Five stars only. Uh, So this review goes, so great. This is Caitlin from the podcast, and I think you should listen to it and share it with your friends. Thank you, Caitlin from the podcast. 
You're welcome, Colin, from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, make sure you share this podcast, rate and review us five stars. Uh, like it if there's a like option. I don't know if there is. Um, but, yeah, check out our social media down in the description. Check out Caitlin's uh, Squishmallow Instagram. Check out my YouTube. Just got a, a Squishmallow named after Colin. Yeah, we got one named Colin. So go check out Caitlin's Instagram and see that Colin squish. I'm not even going to tell you what animal it is. You have to go look it up yourself. Yep. Um, check out my YouTube. And that's it for the podcast. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Love you.